0: Welcome to another edition of the OK Preps Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined, as always, by high school sports editor, Barry Lewis. And uh, we we might have a little bit of an abbreviated uh, podcast today, Barry. A little little quiet on the prep front. You're doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but uh, as far as news, a little quiet. But we've got a few things we can maybe delve into. Um, I thought we could start with uh, Austin Havens, his his transfer from Owasso to Bigsby. Now, Bill Haston wrote about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I found that very interesting for a couple of reasons. And what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Now, I, at first, uh, transferring is, is nothing new, but a few details about this kind of made it particularly interesting for me. Barry, what were your thoughts?
1: Well, it is always very interesting when uh, um, a quarterback from a one of the high profile schools. Moves to another high-profile school. Especially, I mean, it's always interesting when any player does that, but especially when it's the quarterback, especially when it's uh, a quarterback of the ability of Austin Havens, who had some really good moments in his two seasons at Owasso. uh, Started most of the games the past two seasons. And uh, I think he has a chance to, uh, I mean, I think he has a chance to play college football at a at a high level. I've been really impressed by him. He had a couple of tough games last year at Owasso, which led to Owasso making a quarterback change late in the season with Mason Willingham, who moved from Skyatook <laughs> to uh, after starting their two seasons. Uh, so, um, but even in the last game of the season, which Austin did not start, uh, when they at, late in the game when they needed to pass the ball. Uh primarily, they brought him in uh for their last drive against Broken Arrow, but uh I'm very impressed by Austin and I'm very uh I'm looking forward to see what he can do with the change of scenery at Bixby. And of course, Bixby um they've got a lot of good there there's they've got a lot of quarterback depth. <laughs> I mean, even if he had not moved there, Bixby was going to be okay at quarterback uh, with Connor Kirby uh, returning from last season, who was the run um, part of their quarterback component last year. So uh, they had a great pass-run combination at quarterback last season. And um, so that may be the way it works out this year, too. I mean, Bixby, you can't have a better season, really, than what Bixby had last year. So maybe that's the way it plays out for the Spartans this season. And, of course, adding to the intrigue of this move is that Bixby opens the season at Owasso. So you can not have a more interesting opener, especially if Austin Havens is the starting quarterback, which we expect him to be for Bixby at against Owasso. I, sh- I shouldn't say at Owasso, against Owasso, because all indications are that it will likely be at uh, T's Chapman Stadium. So um, uh, it's going to be a blockbuster opener in late August.
0: So you, okay, so even though you mentioned earlier, Barry, that Bixby has solid depth at the quarterback position, you would bet on Austin Havens being the starter at least least to start the season?
1: Yes. Um, I mean, until proven otherwise, I mean, with his resume, um, I mean, most teams – even though they did make the quarterback change at Owasso late last season, most teams would, uh, I mean, if you received a quarterback like Austin Havens with his resume and what he's accomplished in the past two seasons and what he projects like he could accomplish because he's got all the tools. um, I mean, he's an outstanding prospect. I could see Bixby operating much as it did last year. When you have this combination, you have a passing quarterback and a running quarterback and they pretty well maxed out what you can do offensively last season. I mean, it was a great season. Bixby was a juggernaut, and I can see something very similar, a similar plan working this year. So, uh, a great addition for Bixby, and uh, I I think Austin Havens will have an outstanding season.
0: Barry, in in general, how would you? how would you not rate i'm trying to think of the right word how would you characterize transfers is that just i mean this was a high profile transfer because of the school and the position and but transferring is in high schools is nothing new but just in general how was the process of transferring is it is it where it should be are too many kids transferring or what just can you kind of break that down for us
1: well i've got mixed feelings on it and of course as you said moving is uh it's nothing new i mean going all the way back to uh jones of course uh, a very famous move uh to jenks 20 or so years ago and it was going on even before that i mean way before that although as you alluded to not to the extent that it does now and of course uh, i see it's mixed benefits um as far as i'm concerned on it um It's just like I would say about the NCAA transfer portal. Mm -hmm. I think it's really too easy to transfer now. Uh, And I would like it being an old school person like I am in remembering the way it was when I was in high school, when even though it was really long ago, there were moves back then, just it was harder to move and there weren't as many. I just, if at all possible, especially if a player or student athlete has longstanding ties to a school system, I really would like to see them um, stick with that school throughout. I mean, if they've been going in, at the same school basically, or at the same going to school with the same classmates since kindergarten, um, and to just transfer move away when you're a senior, I just I just hate to see that happen. I mean, in Austin Havens's case, he did not have those connections because he moved to Owasso a couple of years ago. So I think that's a little different than if you've been going to, with the same classmates all your life and then leaving just for your senior year because um, I just think there's more things. I mean, obviously, athletics are an important part of the equation in trying to get the best situation for you as you move forward is important. But there's also life after high school and I think of all the reunions later on and how you're looked at, your legacy at a particular high school, all that in college, I can say that is about college as well, all that's changed if you leave that last year. It's yeah. never going to be the same. So uh, uh, I just think, you know, as long as a student athlete thinks long and hard about it, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do that's best for you. But I just... <sighs> I just hope in each case, everyone thinks about everything that it entails. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you look at, um, I'm doing the Major League Baseball opening day package that we're having Thursday, and I see um, two of the players that we profile every year as local players to watch, Archie Bradley and Dylan Bundy. Uh, they did not... Uh, They finished at a high school different than the one they started at. And obviously, it's worked out well for them. And they're making lots of money. So those were moves. And the moves were made for a bit different reasons. But uh, obviously, Archie Bradley ended at Broken Arrow after starting at Muskogee, two sports star. And then Dylan Bundy ended at Owasso after starting at Sperry. And so in those cases, in both those moves were made before their senior year in both those cases uh it couldn't have worked out any better i mean they're millionaires uh having gr- having outstanding major league careers so but then there's also cases where it doesn't work out so well just like with the nca transfer portal so it's a mixed bag i um just wish that it wasn't happening so often uh either at the college or the high school level but uh it is what it is.
0: Yep. It's, that's a good way to put it. So, Barry, what else have you been going on? I, I said at the opening that you're doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you've been hard at work in all-world and all that that entails. Uh, what can you tell us about what's going on there?
1: Yes. Um, all-world week, as far as announcing the winter sports finalists and teams and honors and all of that will be – April 18th through the 23rd with all state basketball on April 24th. So be on the look for that. If again, uh, one last uh, plea to any coaches, I, I think we've got them pretty well covered, uh, especially in the metro level, maybe not as well the state level, although we try to send out emails to all the coaches. But if you're a coach hearing this and for some reason, you haven't received a nomination form in the email, please contact me immediately at barry.lewis at tulsaworld.com. So uh, it's not too late, but it is getting really late. <laughs> and um, uh, also along those lines, today we just sent out uh, our nomination forms emailed to all the athletic directors. This is the athletic directors, not the coaches, because we um, they're links and forms for all the All World Specialty Awards, or some of them at least, where we look for nominations for the Most Inspirational Athlete, the Comeback of the Year, and the Best Boys and Girls Scholar Athletes. And we'd like to have those nominations by May 1st. We send them to the athletic directors with the hopes that they will nominate deserving student athletes themselves and also send them on to their coaches. So. If an athletic dir- if you're an athletic director seeing this and you have not received those forms in an email I sent out today, let me know about it, and because um, uh, that's really important. There's scholarship money involved for the winners, and uh, it uh, and we want to get all the nominations we can receive so we can make the best choices.
0: We're having our show a little later this year, uh, August second. Uh- a little later than we normally have it, but and we just had a meeting this past Friday that Barry, you and I sat in on, and so hopefully we'll have some announcements uh, coming soon as far as the All World Banquet goes, wh- where we announce all the winners, but uh, yeah, but just be, everyone be mindful of that. The show's a little later than normal, August 2nd this year. Uh, Barry, anything else on your mind? You're about to say something.
1: Yes, and we also are starting our Spring Sports Athlete <laughs> of the Week, the Night Athlete of the Week. And uh, those will, um, for the spring sports, those will, the athletes of the week will be announced in Thursday and Friday's paper and also online. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And we ask all the spring sports coaches to send us your nominations. We, appre- we appreciate those. And uh, uh, so look for that. Uh, we'll have them for the rest of the season starting this week. And also, um, we're, as our spring sports coverage really kicks into high gear, um, those seasons are about at the halfway mark right now. So <laughs> the time goes by fast. It yep. goes by quickly. And so and, and along those lines, we'd also encourage because we're not getting nearly the amount of scores called in that we would like from the spring sports coaches, uh, please give us a call or send me an email with your results. Um, Our number is 918-581-8355. And we have someone around on most nights. So after your results over, give us a call. If if the phone isn't being answered, send me an email. So we wanna get your scores and your scoring summaries in the paper and online.
0: All right, Barry, how about we leave it there for this week and uh, we'll catch up again next week.
1: Sounds good, Patrick.